You are famous for a whole lot of things, among yeah. others, uh, hashtag 21 days uh, photo challenge, which went on to 42. Now we are at uh, 50 days. How are you going to mark today? <laughs> well, we've actually taken a break from the challenge just a little bit to recoup and rethink of how we can... Um, get creatives and photographers paid for longer because, uh, you know, we didn't expect the, the lockdown to go on a little bit longer. So the first challenge were, first challenges were just to get everybody going. But now it's about getting people paid, getting recognized and living their lives. Eh? Who is Mr. Zuma? Right, by the way. <laughs> Who's this handsome dude? Because see, I saw the girls looking at your pictures going, hmm, I can do. <laughs> Look, I am a brother first and a son. Then I'm a photographer and founder at iStock Africa. Um, when I'm not taking photos, I'm mainly just doing podcasts and be, uh, for B-roll, which is um, a, a podcast channel of mine. I'm also doing YouTube videos. I'm educating people. And I'm just going around great in the photography industry, really. On the podcast, what happens? So on the podcast, I chat to photographers. I chat to creators um, that I admire more than anything else. And I want everybody else to get to know and see their progress. The YouTube channel? On my YouTube channel, I teach people about photography from beginner to pro photography. So I teach things like pricing. I'll teach you how to take photos with your phone. I'll teach you how to take photos with your brand new DSLR camera. Just things like that. But mainly it's about education. So Kabu would uh, be the person who would want to spend some quality time with you because she also <laughs> knows how to click-click. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope she does spend some time with you. I see that she's also very much interested in photography. Very much. Eh? You must check her out. She hoys. I, de I definitely will. She hoys indeed. Now, talk to us about iStock. So iStock Africa is my little baby. iStock Africa is a stock image agency, and we're based in Johannesburg. We stock images of black people, and the reason why we stock images of black people, we know we know the likes of Getty, we know the likes of Shutterstock, and the likes stock images of white people. And we, you know, I thought there isn't just enough images of black people online that can be bought by anybody. So we sell images of black people, and we sell it on our platform. And basically, we're the Uber of authentic African images. You know, for, for some of us who are not learned in these departments, we would actually think that it couldn't be a viable business. Look, it is a very much a viable business. Um, in South Africa, it hasn't picked up as yet. I think we're still in denial a little bit that photography is still considered a luxury to many people. However, businesses do use and make the use of Shutterstock and the like. So it is very much a profitable business once it gets going. Have you always wanted to do this? Kafaza, kafaza, camera, camera, kafaza, lape. To be honest, uh, no, because I, you know, I'm a boy who grew up in Bentley, which is all the way in KZN near the Drakensberg. I was never much exposed to photography, but, you know, Throughout my life, yes, I did play around with coded cameras. So I wouldn't say it's something that I've always wanted to do, but it's something that I've bumped along in. And I've been enjoying it for the past seven years now. Fantastic stuff. And yes. uh, you've created quite a lot of, uh, quite a sizable body of work. Thank you, sir. Sure. Now, <laughs> the, the hashtag 21 days, what was the idea behind it and how has it benefited uh, young upcoming uh, aspirational and professional photographers alike? 
So the 21-day photo challenge, initially when it started out, a friend of mine called Phil Shitty, he gave me a call and he said to me, listen, dude, we need to find a way to get creatives active during lockdown. So I started the challenge, which we hosted it on Twitter and Instagram. But basically every single day we had a different theme and anybody and anyone could join by posting their photos using the hashtag. Um, the challenge was aimed at keeping photographers and anyone alike creative during the lockdown. All the themes, you know, were themes that could be done at home, which was the first priority for us, that anybody was able to post their photos, take their photos while at home, and then showcase themselves to the world. I'm told you had uh, some kind of a template that people could use for, for, for the initial phase of the challenge? Yes. So when we started out, we drew up a little poster, basically it had the first 21 days. And then we went on to another poster for another 21 days. So we basically had two 21-day photo challenges going. The, the pictures that were outstanding out of the, the list of 21, which was it? The one with the cell phone or nature or the outdoors? Which one was it? <laughs> That's a very hard decision to pick. I think all of them were fantastic. And reason being is I don't think South Africa has been exposed to this vast amount of images. A lot of people didn't know that you know you, you can do professional photography like wild, wildlife photography, landscape, uh, architecture. A lot of people were focused a lot on events because it, it, in a portrait, which was what was readily available to us. You, you know, earlier you were talking about keeping images of black people, and I'm curious to know, to, to see, um, now that you're mentioning landscape, uh, wildlife, and so forth, uh, as to how many of us, you know, Africans, are getting into these other diversified areas, landscape, the works, because many of us would uh, probably have a limited area to explore. For sure. I think the limitation is what's really taking us uh, back a little bit, but we all do have access to our cell phones. So for arguments that we can all take amazing photos using our cell phones, I always say the best camera you have is the one in your hand. I think we mustn't look at accessibility, but I think we must go out there as much as we can and educate ourselves on the types of photography that is available, like landscape and, 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 and different types. And you can, you can really make a living and lots of money from just a business like this here. The arts have been hard hit by uh, the lockdown and reflecting on it sometimes is a bit scary because the reality is just something else. In, in, in as far as the photography space is concerned, how have uh, the, the, the practitioners been affected by the lockdown? Look, um, I think the one way that you know, photographers and creatives benefited during lockdown and from this challenge is that, one, we got stronger and we got together. A lot of us were working in silos. Um, a lot of us didn't know each other. And I, I'm guilty of that, too. I actually didn't know some photographers that were amazing in, in this country. So I think we've benefited quite a lot by being a unit. But in terms of funding and in terms of um, being looked at you know, for, for, for long term, uh, that's something that we, we haven't been exposed to just as yet. I think that we are still considered very much as uh, unemployed people. Uh, but I think that, you know, and, uh, that's something that needs to change. I think Minister Natim Teta needs to have a, a look at a conversation like this, that you know, there's the creative industry that's keeping people alive and keeping people creative during such a time it has been creative, you know, people like that, that joined the 20-day photo challenge. Also, you are part of uh, the storytelling community. Yes, I am part of a storytelling community. I think, it, you know, and I think almost all of us have 
the right and are obliged to tell our stories, specifically the African way. And I think we definitely need to be more vocal now than ever. There is an opportunity for photographers to be recognized bigger than they, they, they understand. And the role that we play is super important. And I think we also need to recognize that. Interesting stuff. Now, in, in, in terms of, obviously, limitation of movement and all of that, and you guys uh, work well everywhere, particularly the outdoors, yeah. uh, to be able to tell the story. You're affected. In terms of uh, support and help from the Department of Health, uh, do, do, do you know anyone in the photography space who has applied and uh, got granted that assistance? Uh, look, Lockdown has really had a huge impact on the photography community. I mean, look, as I said, especially freelancers who get paid for work to work that we complete. And, you know, unfortunately, things like events have been shut down. So, to be honest, I have not come across any type of help specifically for photographers or freelancers. As I said, my best guess is that we fall under the unemployed category and therefore we qualify for that 350 grant from government. So, there's nothing and there's no one that I've seen. I think the only way that I would encourage anybody and as a creative right now is if you have a registered business and you believe that you are in the media industry and you know that you are going to be doing the right job, then find a way to apply for a permit so that you can get working um, because we are part of the media and entertainment industry. Sure. It's a, it's a bit rough, eh? isn't it? it? It is a bit rough. And I think, you know, after this, it's a learning curve just for everybody else. But I do think that the creative and photography industry will come out better outside of this because we will be able to have these kind of conversations now with the minister and say, Minister, look, uh, look, here's what's on the table. There's a huge possibility for employment and there's a huge possibility for photographers and creatives to carry on being creative even during times like this. Join something like iStock Africa. How can you help us elevate this a little bit better? Uh, following uh, your, your your initiative, hashtag 21 days uh, challenge, um, levels, we have five that have been identified. I'm, I'm wondering if you already have something in the bag to say this was level five, this is level three, I mean level four, and this is level four with a few changes to, to, to catalog that. Is, is that what is on the table for you? Please, can you just repeat the last part for me, sir? No, in, in terms of uh, level four, which has suddenly changed from the initial announcements, you know, as to whether you're able to catalog that as we go. Uh, look, so in terms of the changes, in terms of levels, on level four, personally, I have projects which now are coming up and uh, you know, the, the, the government has said certain businesses can run. So I have a client in the telecommunications business and they are currently erecting a, build, a building up and we are catching a time lapse of that. So for me, I have been able to get a permit where I'm able to travel to, to a site like this and monitor and change. So that's the only difference that has happened for me. So it allowed me to be mobile. And I'm definitely going to be taking on maybe one or two guys from the 21 Day Photo Challenge to say, come with me. I need you guys active during, the, uh, during this type of period. I believe that people, you know, we still need to keep earning during such a time. Obviously, the challenge as well I had, uh, I'd like to believe, a positive impact on, on, on uh, the, the industry as a whole and also bringing it to the fore. Um, yeah. are, are you getting that, uh, you know, b besides government, as it were, but a lot of people are beginning to look to it um, for, for answers maybe uh, to best plan, to best uh, strategize going forward? 
I think definitely a lot of creatives are looking at this as an opportunity for them to better themselves in the future, definitely. So post level 42, what happens? Because we're still, today is only the 15th. We've got 15 more days before the president can tell us whether we graduate to level three or not. <laughs> well, look, until then, I think for us, it's, you know, there's many other things. Personally, as a photographer, that I feel like we should be doing. And we should be, you know, we should be looking at things like our portfolios, making sure our social media is up to date. As creatives, I think in general, we need to look at beyond just the work now. I think we need to fix things like our men- mental health, or not even fix it, but address such issues like our mental health. So there's a lot for us to do during this time while we wait for the president to address us again and see what changes come about from there. Fantastic stuff. And also, um, your YouTube channel, obviously, helping in that regard. Yes. Definitely. Look, the YouTube channel, the reason why I, st- I-, I got back onto the YouTube channel was I, I started getting a lot of questions from, um, from tw- on Twitter. And I do a lot of threads on there. But, you know, it, it just depends. Some people like to read. Some people don't like to read. And on my YouTube, it's for people that don't like to read and would rather watch. So I, we do then go through things like that. And, uh, and also on the Instagram lives that, we, you know, that I host every Thursday at 1 p.m., we basically tackle things like mental health. We tackle things like what's next for photographers and creatives in general. Your Twitter timeline is very busy. It shows a lot of passion <laughs> on your part. Uh, yeah. In terms of advice, young creatives now, because I don't know if I'm correct. To you remember when Minister Mteto was talking about people who are not getting assistance because they're not organized and the sporting body was helping because associations were helping the artists to access uh, funding, whichever way. Yeah. Um, is that happening in the photography space as well? Because obviously you are seen as unemployed, but you can be organized in such a way that you have a collective voice that uh, the, the minister can, you know, give an ear. Look, um, the minister follows me now on Twitter, so I'm, and I follow him back. So That's I'm why. hoping that uh, the conversation will stretch further than that. But unfortunately for us creatives and photographers, there hasn't been a conversation of going forward of how we can get relief. And I think it really is up to us to also alert the the Minister of Art and Culture to say there's a whole other beast on the other side here that's doing absolutely amazing and that's bringing in GDP and that's doing all these amazing things that we need you to have a look at. So I think it really is up to us to to knock on his door um, and let him know what's happening on the ground. Absolutely, because if you don't knock, you will never know. You'll never know, for real. What's next for you, sir? Look, for me, um, the next thing is I'm painting now, so I'm really relaxing at home. I paint quite a lot. I'm reading some books. And more than anything, I'm going to be focusing on my YouTube videos and really focusing on helping the photography community grow even stronger. I think I've found a new voice uh, within the community. So that's what's really next for me. And just working on my personal projects, and the next big thing for me is you know, getting iStock Africa up and running properly again so that creatives can definitely benefit for a longer period. Your painting you want to share? Uh, a new, my new painting is literally, I took about three colors, red, blue, and green, and I basically just went all over the canvas about anything. I don't know what I was feeling. I went with emotion on that day. <laughs> Fire and ice. Fire and ice. Fire and ice and a sense of life, if I read the colors correctly. Red, blue, green. (laughs) 
I would, yeah, I think it is actually. The red is very, very bright, uh, so which stands out quite a lot. I think the emotion really was a, a bit of anger and a bit of uh, not anger, frustration rather than anything that was boiling up. I really went with emotion on that day. I painted that right after the first 21 days, just to relieve some stress and, and get myself going again. And the blue, I suppose, once the frustration has been brought to the fore, to, because sometimes we tend to falter when the frustration gets the best of us, so the blue then helps to bring you back to the level where you should be to make way? Firstly, I definitely love the way you're describing. You are describing my own painting right there, I love it. Uh, the blue is definitely, definitely is coming. And the green, obviously, forward we go. Forward we go, indeed, to greener pastures. Gee, I'd love to see that painting. Can, can you teach <laughs> us that picture, that, that painting? <laughs> I will definitely send you a picture of this. It doesn't look the best, but I'll send you of what is currently finished. Wow. Now, um, <laughs> obviously, the, the, these colors will be individually represented and also at some point they will intertwine. And I wonder what color you get when you mix the three together. That's actually very interesting. You know, one thing when I look at photography in general, there's so much that we, you know, colors, when you mix gels, many colors can come out of it. It's something that I actually haven't explored. It would be interesting to see on paint too. And if anyone knows exactly how to mix colors properly, Please let us know. Hey, that's one thing I always get wrong. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, you can do colors. Yeah, I know. Wait. Yeah, I think if you mix black and white, black is stronger. That's the only thing I, can, I know, I think. <laughs> you, know, you know, with colors, that's the only, well, one of the few times I say something, but I do something different. <laughs> Or I we're, tell, still, we're still learning. Yeah, or I say this is going to be like this, but it comes out the other way because... <laughs> <laughs> All I say is in the name of creativity, let's keep learning. And, and you always say, what is going on with you? What are you trying to do? <laughs> and I think as creators, you know, as much as we, we try and explain too much of our art, and sometimes the art needs to speak for itself. As I said, for, for me, this one is literally about just my emotion. I just took a paintbrush put a stand in a chair and I just went crazy on it and something else came out of there. I, I didn't even know what I was doing in the beginning. So I think we definitely need to take a bit of credit for our work. Yeah, well, uh, speak to her, but she knows how to interpret art and I always say, yay, it's confusing. Um, <laughs> I'll definitely be in touch with her uh, now that you guys are not too far away from me. Yeah, fantastic. Now, how do you rate your impacts on, on, on the uh, photography industry as it were look um i'm still pretty much new to the industry um you're seven uh, years old bruh <laughs> they would call you a veteran in some quarters <laughs> I, th I think i think we need to break down those seven years i think part of most of my years was, was spent in learning about photography uh, more than shooting and more than being out there i i'm also counting the years i spent you know shooting with Kodak cameras as a kid that my mom bought me. I think we very much don't look at things like that. Um, so for me, it, I'm still a rookie in the industry. But my impact has really been about getting the community together and a bit stronger, getting our voice out there. I think more than anything, for photographers and creatives need to take care of the industry themselves. We are the ones that can lead this forward. And I said earlier on, I think, Photography is still considered a luxury, but I think it is up to us as photographers and creatives to convince the person on the other side who is about to pay money 
or wants to pay money that photography is not really a, a, a luxury, but it is a necessity in telling a better story for your brand. We're chatting to Cyril Zuma, entrepreneur, photographer, artist, painter, you, social <laughs> entrepreneur. The list is endless, Cyril. Yes, it definitely is endless. I think my I've gotten my hands everywhere now. I think I can relax for a few years and just master exactly what I'm doing right now. What are the chances of of making learning photography affordable? Because uh, I've I've heard a few young people lamenting the fact that they want to get into the industry and and get proper teaching guidance and and mentorship. That seems to be very elusive and hard to find. And most of all, it's out of reach from a financial point of view. Look, it is very much a reach for now. Um, if the industry we're in right now is still much, very much developing, but I follow quite a lot of the guys uh, in the States and in other different countries where photography is treated as, uh, as something that's serious, as something that's a career. In South Africa, I definitely think that it's slowly getting there, and I think you know it's uh, it's at a turning point. And you, know, you can definitely make a living from photography. Uh, I see a lot of people making a lot of living and a lot of money and being able to travel from photography. I've seen people being able to buy houses, take their kids to school from photography alone. I think we need to diversify as photographers and creatives our portfolio. We don't just only shoot celebrities, but there's so much more that we can shoot out there that. Um, can expose us and and ultimately make us money in the long run. If you look at the at the at the photographers from the U.S. and other countries, these guys are literally buying mansions, are buying houses, are buying houses upon houses from photography and from YouTube. I think you know it's just about mentality. Where if you take it seriously, it will reap the the rewards that you have. I, I'm sure you've dealt uh, with that question. What do you want to do when you grow up? <laughs> you know, I still remember that question very well from uh, my late father. And I could never really say what I wanted to be, but I think I've always wanted to be a creative deep in mind. I never really much excelled in school, but it's something that I took seriously, something that I put effort in. So grow, you know, from here onwards, I really... I actually want to focus as much as I can on iStock Africa and growing the photography community. That's 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 literally what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> Where do we find you? You can get a hold of me on info at cyrilzuma.co.za or Cyril Zuma on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and every other platform. Um, and yes, my name is Cyril Zuma, so it's not a stage name. I'm Pepet. my brother a big thank you for joining us keep up the good work Uh, keep uh, young people and everyone else engaged because I think the uh, challenge has worked in that department and uh, let's hope uh, it goes a little further we look forward to your painting up online and uh, we will give you free feedback we'll create you even us the uh, novices (laughs) we hope we won't be too harsh no, thank you for having me on the show, firstly. And I really appreciate such an opportunity. I pray that you know more creatives and more photographers get involved. The challenge is still going, so you can post using the hashtag. And thank you very much for having me here. I'm hoping that most of the guys that were involved uh, on the challenge are listening right now. I definitely want to give a shout-out to them and everybody else who participated. I think it wouldn't have been possible without the participation of people. Everybody, it's been such huge help. I mean, we've... 
We went to Jamaica, USA. We went to so many countries with the hashtag. So our work is out there, and I really appreciate everybody who participated. Rockstar, as they say. Jesus, there, my bro. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, and have a fabulous weekend, my brother. You too. Thank you very much, my brother. Enjoy your Friday. Lovely. Thank you. Cyril Zuma. So go info at cyrilzuma.co.za for more information.